Before I start every episode recently, I have been coming on here to say that I fully support the Black Lives Matter movement. And like you know, if you've heard before, I can I still continue production of this just to give your mind and head a break. Um, this topic to, topic is still a little sensitive, so please enjoy. And I wish I could give a hug and a kiss to every single Black member right now that is just going through it and having issues. And even my Black LGBTQ plus fam, I love you all. And please don't think that I'm just being selfish making this podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> You need a break. The 15-minute podcast I created to escape from daily living. Join me, Devin, an ambitious teen who has a lot to say about anything and everything. Drama, opinions, and tea are all to be expected. Your break begins now. Hey guys, welcome back. It's, wow, that was, I don't know why that felt so awkward. I'm here with my cold brew. It's another day. I need a sip. Hold up. Ah, okay. It is a special episode. It is going as long as I think it should go because, um, so it's not going to be 15 minutes, maybe a little bit longer, whatever, because when I say what I'm saying, then once I've said it all, what am I doing? Once I've said it all, then I'll be done period. I'm not going to be constrained to a time limit, but it's a very special episode. If you guys don't know, as um, I feel like you do, but I'm gay and it is Pride Month. So I felt like it's very, it's very much adequate to make a special episode dedicated completely to Pride Month. So my full attention's here. I just turned on some cute lights in my room. I have my blanket. I have a little back pillow. I'm all comfy. I got my cold brew. We're ready. But in today's episode, we're going to be talking about my coming out story. Um, the pride flag, um, and why did, why am I blanking? Sorry, I cannot read my notes. But coming out story, the pride flag, and its history, and what it's like to be a gay teen. Okay? Okay. Let's get into it. One, I would like, or actually, before this starts, I should put in that this could be a trigger warning for anybody that's struggling with coming out or closeted or even if you're homophobic, I don't know. Get if you're homophobic, get out of here. What are you even doing? Um, but yeah, it's definitely a trigger warning for all of that. So if you're sensitive to that, please do not continue to listen. Um, also, there's I mean, there's not like a lot of mature topics, but there's kind of one or two that I might touch on. So if you're very young, maybe you know, get out. <laughs> Just kidding, kidding, but. You've been warned. Um, Because for me, I know that it was really hard after I came out to, like, say I'm gay was very, very sensitive and anxiety-inducing, and it was very scary. So um, I completely understand anybody. But we're getting into my coming out story. It's a quick little story time. But basically, I think I was, I think I was, like, fifth or sixth grade before I even realized that I was gay. Because, like, a lot of people don't, like, I don't think people understand that you don't really know. Like, you don't know until you get those hormones, baby. Um, Because otherwise, you just, like, like, I have really good friendships with girls. And so you don't know what love, and not, like, love, but, like, attraction, if you will, feels like. Um, And so you just think that that's it. And that's my best way to describe it is, like, Cobra, um, is kind of that you just don't understand it. And so until you get those hormones and you're like, shit, you know, maybe, 
maybe we are not straight. <laughs> I had too much flavor. I could not be straight. Um, so that was that. Uh, it took me a long time to figure out how it's going to come out. It's very, very scary. I cannot even begin to describe that because you just don't know how you're going to be safe. You think your whole life's going to be changed. Um, your whole like image for your life completely shifts from like a wife. Like what the heck? And just feeling oppressed and with religion purposes, it's really tough because you feel like you're literally going to go to hell. Um, and that's scary, especially for somebody that's literally in fifth or sixth grade. How old are you then? Couldn't even tell you to do something like that. It's much more scary than you think with literally no guidance, but YouTube. YouTube taught me what gay was and kind of like how it was okay. And I watched a lot of like gay couples on there. I had like a weird upset. I was low-key homophobic and then I had a weird obsession watching gay couples. And that seriously helped me. So shout out Joey Graceffa. Love you. Kisses. Let's meet someday. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of that. And my original story was I came out to my best friend first. She was on the she's on the very first friend Friday of the podcast, Maddie. She's we've been we I love her. Um, but that went over super well. She was so shocked and surprised. And I was like, What? You're surprised? Like, come on, you know, like don't pull that. But she genuinely was. Um, because we were just so naive. Uh, and she didn't care about stereotypes. I think that's kind of what made the friendship work so good. Thank God for her. And so, yeah, and that went over well, and I literally just told her, and then I think next, it was, the timing was not good, but it was the day after National Coming Out Day, the day after, literally the day after, what the hell, what was I thinking, because then I decided to come out, are you kidding me, basically, my mom, we were watching a show on National Coming Out Day, had a gay character in it, and she was like, why do you think people won't come out, um, and I'll, I didn't even catch on. And I was like, I don't know, maybe it's hard. Because I've been thinking about it. I was thinking about when I'm going to do it. Whatever. So she then again asked in the car the next day, she, after National Coming Out Day, if like, she was like, well, have you thought about maybe you're gay? And then I anxiety attacked, literally stressed, almost crying. I think I started to cry. Came out to her. And then she basically forced me to come out to the rest of my family and my grandma the next day. That was very hard. That was very tough. I don't recommend. I am a little salty at her because she literally basically outed me. Um, but I am appreciative and I can laugh now. But at the time, it was not very funny and it was not very good. But so, but I mean, I did get it all done. But my mental health just was not, I was not ready for that. And I think it was a lot to take on the idea of it. And then it just all happening so quickly and my whole family and whatever. But I let my extended family and whatever just figure it out later. That's their problem. I just get worried about what they'll think. So I don't want to tell them face to face because if you've ever had to come out, then you know it's much more stressful than just saying I'm gay. So yeah. Um, and then with my friends, I basically told two of my other friends. By then, I was a pro. I was a seasoned professional. I could come up to anybody. I was there. But I, I still get anxious. But I knew these people would definitely accept me and love me for who I was. Um, unlike family, where you're a bit scared and tense. So, oh, side note. Luckily, I have such, literally such an accepting and loving family. They knew for a long time, just based off of stereotypes. Um, apparently, from when I was two. So, I just had that energy all along. Uh, but they've been so awesome and so amazing, and my mom's intent was never to out me or make me feel unsafe. She wanted me to feel loved and just thought I should 
you know, get with it. And she knew the family would support it because they had obviously already discussed it and everything. So it's been the most amazing environment and they've treated me no, no different. And I've never felt any homophobia from them. So moving on, the friends, like I said, I came out and then I just said, tell everybody, just go around, spread a little rumor. I'm king of getting the information out there. Um, even Maddie will tell me that, you know, if something comes to me and it's supposed to get out, it will get out there. Um, so I just said, you know what? Drop the seed, let it grow, send it on out, see what it does. And so, well, we break it, of course, that's how it went. It, I mean, it got out there. People, I mean, people already knew, basically. No one was really shocked or surprised. And I just let that get out there. And then slowly over time, people just knew. And I just, you just become more comfortable with yourself. And you become happy. And you become just a fuller, truer version of yourself. And it's really the best feeling ever when you don't have anything else left to hide. Otherwise, you're kind of put into the stereotype of like a straight person and you have to live just not according to your identity so your whole personality shifts your mindset shifts it's amazing but that's basically all I did for my coming out story um I oh also I posted on Instagram a picture of me with pride flags and the response was amazing because I wanted um because I post that on my YouTube one and my private one that I have and the response was literally just so amazing and so authentic and so true and then I also did it on YouTube when painting Converse. And that video was really hard for me to post because the internet is a much scarier place. Um, but the response was also really awesome so far. And it's even hard, a little bit, it's a little bit hard for me to record today's podcast with things like Pridefall, which if you're not sure what Pridefall is, it's basically an organization from an alt-right, um, very far out-right group um, that's seeking to just dox and harass and assault and I've even heard plans like kidnap and murder LGBTQ plus creators um I don't know what the reason is I'm very very shocked um uh but it, it does create some fear in your heart and mind especially putting out gay content like this that's very explicitly just about being gay this episode is so yeah it's that is something that when people say why do you need pride month there's a prime example so yeah it's hard but you know, I love it. Let's move on to talking about the pride flag. I love the pride flag. I think it encompasses gay culture. It encompasses gay light. It's gorgeous. I saw recently they added on brown and black. I believe I need to look up what those mean. I need to educate myself further because just because you're part of the community does not excuse you from anything. Like just because you're LGBTQ plus doesn't mean you're not transphobic or if you're trans doesn't mean you're not homophobic, or whatever. It just means that you need to continue to educate yourself, update yourself, and stay open and accepting. And that's what I really try and do. So yeah, but basically it was created by Gilbert Baker, I believe. I hope I'm saying that right. I hope I wrote that down right. Um, it was in June 25th, which was, I believe, National like Gay Day or something like that. In 1978. If I have that wrong, I will come back. But sometimes my writing, I can't read her. Um, and it was flown in San Francisco. And it had eight different colors, actually. It had a pink and a violet as well, added to the red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. And each one had a certain uh, topic that it represented. So pink for sex, iconic, hot pink, red for life. Um, I don't know if this had anything to do with, like, AIDS or whatever, because I know that red 
like an AIDS color, and AIDS is very com- was very common in the gay community. I don't know if I'm just being weird, but whatever. Red for life, orange for healing, love that. Yellow for sunlight, green for nature, turquoise for magic. That is also iconic, only we would have that. Blue for harmony, and violet per- for... What did I write? For spirit. I love them. I absolutely love it. And you may be like, well, why aren't pink and violet on there today? Um, Or why aren't, maybe it's pink and turquoise. I don't know exactly. But why aren't some of the colors on there? And it was simply because it's easier to manufacture without those colors. Um, So that's really it. But I think it just gives, gave whole new life and pride, if you will, to the gay community. I just, it's the most iconic flag. Also, I did not know that gay, lesbian, um, trans, uh, non-binary, what, all the different sexualities and gender expressions and whatever have, um, their own flag, their own colors. So the rainbow is for the whole community. Each one has their own. I believe the gay flag is, has some shades of blue in it and it's really cute too. Um, I absolutely love the trans flag. So it's really pretty. That's probably one of my favorites. But yes, I think that's really cool too. Why not? You know, just throw it in there, have some fun, whatever. I love the pride flag and I think it's important to educate yourself on history. So I thought I'd just throw this lesson in because everyone could benefit from it. So yeah. Here is the sponsor of today's episode. Whether I cannot speak for whether or not they have the same opinions as me, obviously they probably don't have the same view or whatever, but um, here's that sponsorship. Thank you so much for sponsoring today's episode. I know it's very special and, you know, shout out to them. Um, I feel like I should take a sip. I need, we should, let's get rehyped. Oh, cold brew is just so good. Me talking about it in literally every episode. I literally just have one more segment for the day because I know I can talk for a freaking hour. So um, I didn't want to keep doing more topics. I don't know. I usually do two more, but the big question of the day is what is it like to be a gay teen? I think this, I don't, I wish that I heard something like this before I came out just to really understand it. And I'd love to do like a big brother episode. Yeah, that was gross. Big, big gay brother um, uh, episode where I just give you advice and I could like answer questions or whatever, because I think that's like, I'm not, yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to speak to my experience. I have a list of pros and I have a list of cons. And I think I want to go through the cons first because I think that will help the pro, well, help, help the pros. You'll see. Let's go through it. So one, you have to come out, which we already talked about how difficult and stressful that is. It's really hard to kind of navigate that and kind of figure out what being gay means to you. Um, you deal with a lot of hate, a lot of insult, or like you deal with a lot of hate whether it be very apparent or whether it be very, um, closed, like, you know, somebody can obviously be like, you're gay, you're the F slur, which I'm not going to say for sake of this podcast, I know it's very triggering, um, and that's, like, very up in your face, but then there's also the, well, I don't really support gay people, but, like, they're okay, or the Bible tells me to love my neighbor, shut up, you're, li- that's literally hate, I hate to break it, to you, but that is actually hate, so, um, yeah, 
Um, or even if you just know that somebody doesn't like your presence in the room, if you think, if you know somebody's homophobic, and I've had people that won't even talk to me, I had one person that wouldn't even look at me, and just things like that are just make you feel so uncomfortable and such an outsider, and I know that's so true for so many other minorities as well. But basically, that's kind of like, not all of your hate is up front, and that's what a lot of people don't see, is even if everybody was silent, um, your actions and your tension and your body language speaks so much louder than you just calling me gay because it hurts worse to know that somebody really has deep-rooted hate instead of just, like, calling you, like, whatever. Also, your sexuality is used to insult literally everything. Uh, if you've ever heard a group of teen boys, you'd know that they say, that's gay, or you're a F-slur, or whatever. And that is really uncomfortable, especially if you're close by. I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. It makes you not have a sense of pride. Um, and it's really awkward if they, like, I don't, like, I care if they do it. But also if I'm like, oh, I, whatever, I don't care. They're just stupid. It's just awkward for them to be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, you're really not. You wouldn't say that. Um, so, yeah. Use as an insult. I literally, oh, you're fighting for your rights every single day. The Supreme Court did just pass that. Um, you can't be dis, I love forgetting words, discriminated against in the workplace for being LGBTQ+, which is an amazing ruling. But at the same time, um, I believe Trump is working on something that would allow private adoption agencies to not allow, to, like, it's their choice to allow gay people to whatever, um, to adopt or not, so... These we're really going forwards then backwards. One step forward, two steps back. Because, yeah, y'all don't want abortion, but then y'all don't want to let us adopt? Hmm. That's just me. So those are kind of some things happening. Um, the dating life is way different. The dating culture is way different. There's basically no options for you. I literally know one or two other gay, like, males in my whole life. And, yeah. Uh, I believe that we have a very specific... <laughs> specific type. I have a very specific type. I feel like it's not like one type. It's like, um, multiple types, but they're pretty specific. And that hurts me because I'm, I'm like, not going to find anybody. You have to deal with stereotypes your whole life. And that's kind of how you fit into the gay mold. There is kind of a mold. And I feel like I almost have to be part of it because we really, that's how we grown up. That's how we see other gay people. That's kind of what we follow. Um, and it's really weird because people expect you to like certain things. And it's like, oh, I do. But then also I'm like, do I just like them? Because that's the only way I've seen gay people portrayed. Period. Fear. I already talked a little bit about fear. But you live kind of in a constant state of fear. If you want to do PDA, public display of affection, um, you may be scared of other people um, and what they might think and what they might do. And there's so many injustices committed against my community and so it's it's a little scary. Then there's the one of the villains, the straight male. They're very scary, I have to say. Um, I think it's just a thing that they can be homophobic, and so you kind of are scared of them all because of one, which sucks because I know a lot that aren't, but, like, really? Oh, my gosh, I can't breathe. Okay, let me blow my nose. I'll be right back. I'm not going to put it in. I'm, like, my allergies are bad, but they're just very scary, they're frightening, and I personally just don't feel comfortable, um, like, it could be kind of like the reverse thing, where it's like, if they're homophobic, you know, I'm scared of them, and they're, like, scared of me, whatever, I, it's not that, like, I dislike them, I'm just, like, I know that they will, like, use 
insults and like they'll make fun of me behind my back and stuff so it's very scary sometimes to even just like speak in front of them or give a presentation or anything like that's really scary because yeah it's just (laughs) I don't know how to describe it not all straight men are bad but um there are a lot there's there's a lot to unpack there uh, clothes for sure. They're harder to find, but the upside is, is I always find clothes in clearance because a lot of them are like gay clothes, stereotypical, whatever. And so that's kind of a bonus, but it is way harder to find clothes. I wish sites had a stereotypical gay like side because that's a, the clothes I like a lot. Um, and that's just like a joke. Obviously I think that's funny, but I think it is a little harder to find clothes for sure because you don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, this one is kind of one of the mature topics I was talking about, but there's no sex ed for gay people. Uh, maybe there is now a little bit more expand, but like you have to learn everything from online or other source, like from talking to people or whatever, or watching YouTube or whatever. Um, there's really no sex ed. I had no sex ed uh, for like my sexuality, which for a lot of people, sex is a really important part of a relationship. And everything like that. Um, obviously, it's a mature topic, whatever. But yeah, I think that is really tough because it's hard to know what information is reliable and not. And you just feel unrepresented because the whole time I was learning in sex ed, I was like bored. I was like, I don't care about female anatomy, honey. <laughs> so something that we often forget about that just shows your underrepresentation. And the dating culture is kind of toxic. I know a lot of people talk about this. I personally haven't experienced much toxicity, but I also haven't dated, so, like, I can't really speak to it. I just know that um, a lot of times there's, like, race, like, racial issues and uh, things like that. And it's like, oh, you can only find a boyfriend if you're a skinny white gay or a white gay with muscles or whatever. And I think that there is a lot of toxicity from what I've seen. Um, and so I don't know how that's supposed to be fixed, but that's inside our own community. And yeah, those are kind of my cons for the day. I could speak to more, obviously, but like just complaining is literally doing nothing. I'm just trying to make you more aware if you aren't ready, a gay teen or whatever. If you're, you know, closeted or you're just straight, you can learn more. Um, and obviously my experience is sad because I'm totally privileged and have a safe family. And for a lot of people, they're scared to come out and scared to, because they experience much worse. I'm literally privileged. I'm white. I'm like the token gay, if you will. And like, I still experience hardship, but it's nothing in comparison to like everybody else. So take that into account that these are very light struggles compared to a lot of other people. But some plus are, you know, we have a better taste. We're better with fashion. We're better with luxury. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's stereotypical, but I like to think that we dress better. I like to think that we care. Um, I saw a study that the gay brain is the gay brain. A gay male's brain is like more is closer to a woman, oh, cisgendered woman than a cis male. So I think that could be very true. It's like body of a boy, mind of a girl, period. Um, so, you know, that's, very interesting, but I like to think that we, you know, care a little bit more. We, we care. Um, also, a lot of gay people are very hot, so they all flourish after high school, but period. We're hotter, just kidding. <laughs> um, I think we're more fun. This is very, like, I don't, what is this list? I like to think the gays are fun. We're different. We get to be unique. We get to be our own person. We have individuality. We're not like everybody else, Um. 
we get to like represent and whatever. Um, community, we have a, such a sense of community with so many other sexualities and gender expressions. And it's amazing how we can all come together to do amazing things and even allies and everything. It's just so loving. And even if you don't fit in at home, there's so many other places that you can make your new home. So that is fantastic. Uh, I like to think sometimes we have some favoritism or like whatever. Like, I don't know what, like an example in PE, like we don't have to work as hard um because they're like oh it's just the gay kid whatever which is stupid but or sometimes we get to be on the girls side or go with the girls team or like I don't I don't know it's like not favoritism necessarily but I don't know you can try and think of other examples if you will um for me supportive family which I already talked about has been literally the best thing ever and helped me to flourish um gay men are just better than straight men no I'm just <laughs> that is very mean and very disrespectful to the straight community. So I will not be saying that. I will only say that if they say that straight men are better than gay men. I'm just matching their energy, sweetie. I'm not I'm not doing anything else. Yeah, I feel like I had one more thing to talk about. I'm trying to find community, better taste, we're different. Oh, um, we get to kind of work towards something while we I don't feel like we're completely equal right now and we're seen differently. Um I get to represent the gay community when I go outside in my school and my work and all of that. And so I think it's fun to, or not fun, but it's impactful for future LGBTQ plus communities and their progress. And I'm so thankful for the gays that went ahead of me because they had it so much worse than I will ever have it. So that has been, it's kind of cool to work for something and know that you're a part of something much bigger and such a bigger cause and well-being of people. It makes me feel needed and wanted. And lastly, I wouldn't change it for the world. I would not physically go straight if I had the choice. I think that's not as fun. I like it. It's just my normal. It's, uh, it's just amazing. I just, yeah, I love being gay. So even with all this struggles that I mentioned, if you will, quote-unquote struggles, um, the, it outweighs, I just, uh, I don't know what, I, what I'm trying to say, but thank you guys for listening. This episode's very important to my heart. It is currently June 15th, which means we're half-ish way through the month, maybe exactly half, I'm not sure. Is this month 30, 31 days? I'm not sure, but this episode was really vulnerable, and it was fun for me to just open up and express and, um, everything of that sort. So thank you for listening. Yeah, I'd love to do one more gay episode or two or whatever, because Pride Month is kind of the only time I'll probably talk about it throughout the year. I'm not really sure how long I want to do the podcast or whatever, but that's basically it. As you know, I can only record about 30 minutes of my episode, so I have to wrap it up real quick. Um, but I hope you enjoyed the new format and everything. Follow me on Instagram at drop period in period with period dev. That's the same for YouTube, drop in with dev. I'm going to try and release a new video today, which I was supposed to release literally all of last week and just keep putting it off, but I'm going to try and get it out today. And I've been so cozy and so happy and I feel so warm talking to you guys. So make sure if you're on Apple Podcasts to leave it a review and five stars, you can do both. It would be amazing. It would literally make my gay day. Um, and you can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, and wherever else you find your podcast. I'm trying to get it out there. Share with your friends. If you share with your friends, DM DM me on Instagram and I'll be like, clap, 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 because I really, that's how I need to do my marketing right now. So share with a friend if you think this was important. 
go hug your gay friends, go hug your straight friends, go hug your lesbian friends, go hug your trans friends, give everyone a big hug because we need the love right now. And that's literally all I got for today's episode. I I love y'all. And if you're closeted, my best advice is when you're ready, be the best you that you can be.